Loading Nerd Track Program. Listen when ready. Yeah. Are you still off work? Yeah, I'm not allowed to go back until mm. until Thursday. Gotcha. So. All right. Well, hopefully by the end of this, we're all su- sufficiently... Well, David's going to be drunk. Maybe. David's already drunk. I was relatively sober at the beginning of the last episode, and I've only got a couple Coors Lights here. That's enough for maybe Ugh. a slight buzz. That's Coors like, Light? Like not usually water. what I drink. Ugh. I do not like, I'm not a big fan of Coors Light, but I went camping like a week ago, and somebody had a bunch left over, and they're like, I'm going to throw them away. Do you want them? I'm like, uh, it's yeah, better it's than nothing. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I remember you. the last time I paid for a Coors Light. <laughs> Don't pay for Coors Light. Coors Light sponsor us. Yes. Colorado Mount, Rocky Mountain piss water. <laughs> Damn. No, that's what uh-huh. they call it in Colorado is Rocky Mountain piss water. Mm. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. I thought All so. right. Uh, that's our alcohol pairing for the week. When you come to the Nurtric Podcast, welcome everybody <laughs> to the Nurtric Podcast. Star Trek Are we recording Light. already? <laughs> oh yeah. I've I've been recording. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Great radio. I like it. It is. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Jeff. I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. And David. Hey, guys. And our guest, Kara, is back. Hi, Hi. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. Um, I'm actually very excited about this episode um, for you guys a have been talking plethora about of reasons. Fucking ever. I know. No, that's true. He's, yeah. he's going to watch these and be like, like, this was such finally, a letdown. Finally, finally, uh, we get finally. here. I told you not to get your hopes up. I, I'm just glad it's over. That's the only thing my hopes up are for. Is I don't have to Done. listen to you guys talk about this thing over and over and over again. But you'll the get the jokes now. Yeah, you get the jokes now. I will. We're talking I about just, Bev fucking a ghost. All yeah. of the fuckery. If, if you haven't realized what we're talking about, we are discussing everyone's Sub favorite uh, <laughs> Sub Rosa. TNG Season 7, Episode 14, Original Air Date, January 29th, 1994. Um... Talk about the uh, Howard family's uh, longest uh, STD ever. Oh, man. That's <laughs> a way good. to put it. It is. Yep. That's, yeah, so uh, a Beverly Crusher's grandmother dies. They go to the planet, which is like an exact recreation of Scotland for some yeah, reason. Why not? Because why not? <laughs> and uh, she inherits a ghost candle uh, that's some sort of alien. Well, it's, it's more like an alien who's been feeding off this family for like 800 years. Yeah. And giving them orgasms. So yeah, and yeah, by the thousand apparently. And I was waiting yeah. for Sam and Dean to run in at the end and just yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! I think my favorite part of this was when Picard comes to confront her and he oh opens the god. door and she's like mid orgasm <laughs> and he's just like, "Hey Bev, I, I Bev, 
Hi. Hey, what's going on? I was did, like, I pick a bad, did I pick a bad time? It's like, oh my god, that's oh my god. It was so it's this is the weirdest fucking episode. Oh. Kara, what do you think about it? Oh god, I hate it so much. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> what? We had we had no idea you were going what? to say that. Oh. I've been you- I've been trying to calm myself down for like <laughs> hours so I don't like break my microphone. Just screaming into the void. Very good. I- <laughs> There is so much wrong with this episode. And it could have been really good. Like, it really could have been good. Mm-hmm. But it's so bad. Really? We're giving this one the potential speech? I don't well, think so. if you have an alien that feeds off people, I think there's a... Yeah, there's something there that could work. But no, this is weird. No, here... Okay, I am all about the Star Trek allegory. I love a good allegory. And this is 100% an allegory for narcissistic abuse. 100 mm. percent and it's wonderful except they fuck it up so bad and they're like oh she loved it like what it makes no sense yeah it's like it's like yeah it's like oh she was either asking for it or she was really like she enjoyed it so it's fine that's weird yeah there's a lot of that undertone in there in there <laughs> especially especially that last line at the end mm-hmm. where she's like you know whatever he might have done she really loved him like go fuck yourself he was he was literally sucking the life out of her. <laughs> yeah, it's just he was, yeah. after she had the candle for that. He was murdering people. He was he was he mm-hmm. removed her from everything that she loved. Like what? Are you fucking kidding me that she loved him? No, she would mm. It was like an addiction almost cuz when Absolutely. like Beverly was like she when she rushes back to the ship to light the candle, she's like twitching out on like she, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's she's very she's much like a like a on withdrawal. withdrawal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which if you've ever been love bombed, kind of is a real thing, where mm. you're just like, I had this this amazing thing that I didn't think I deserved, and it's amazing and wonderful, and then it stops, right? Mm-hmm, like, right. like truly, this really was like, it, without that shit ending, and without like the Trek Bros that have turned this into something that like is so it gags me. I swear. Um, where where people will actively think that it's like a compliment to like light a candle when you're in D- Doctor Crusher cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so disgusting. Seriously, but, that uh, happens. Uh yeah. Yeah, there's predatory douchey bad guys who do that. I, I absolutely like I have I have captioned wow. my videos with literally if you mention the candle or the ghost, you're getting blocked immediately. Yeah. All right. Because it happens so much. Lovely. People people will look at this episode and think it's sexy. Like it's so disgusting. It's especially that first scene where or the where she's like alone in in the house and he's like whispering to her uh-huh. and she's like doubling over in in ecstasy like you know up the stairs and I was like I was like poor Kate McFadden. Like who yeah. is, like she's, she's having to do some weirdest fucking shit. She's actively screaming stop it. Yeah. And it continues and it's supposed to be weirdly sexy. It's so disturbing. It's creepy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't. So he says he's a ghost, but he's like an alien. He's a, or what, some sort of uh, anthropomorphic. <laughs> no, what was the type of energy they said? Non-corporeal plasma energy, something, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't. He they they call him a ghost because they don't really have language for it. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how he kind of makes it look like he's not. Like feeding off of where he's like, oh, I'm I'm a ghost. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Which is weird. Ghost of your mother's grandmother's lover. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about the name thing? Like it's the Howard women, but there was one woman with the name Howard because they all get married and change their names so that it doesn't make any sense that it's the Howard line. It's not. Mm. They've all oh, that's true, huh? They've all been married and changed their names. So mm. one grandma was ha- Howard, but her her mother wasn't. True. Yeah. Nor was the, her mother's mother, nor was you know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't and make why, sense. And why do their eyes turn green? It None of it makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, because they only turn green except for, because Beverly says for her mother and then her, because obviously they weren't attached to this ghost. Yeah, because Nana had it. Yeah. God, was so and didn't want to share. Right? <laughs> and then how weird is that, that you're sharing this, like, sexual partner with your grandmother? The fact that she's even reading these intimate journals <laughs> is so bizarre. Mm-hmm. If I got my Nana's journal when she died and it was like explicit content, I would be like, ooh, no, thank you. No, I don't. Yeah. That's well, what's that quote that always gets used where she's like, I read a particularly erotic section of my Nana's journal last night and I fell asleep <laughs> mm-hmm. and I had a wet dream and it was great. And then, and then Deanna's like, I would read two chapters. <laughs> like, yeah. <level> <laughs> It's so weird. Boundaries. Ugh. I know, right? <laughs> Not to mention he's 35 and she's 100 and no one's batting an eye at this. Oh, like, oh you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go, go Nana. Go Nana. No, she not go boy. Nana. That's gross. Well, no, even when I think she tells Jean-Luc that walking down and he's like, oh, 35, like, or 34, whatever. But it was, it was like, that's, it's weird. So he, he was like weirdly threatened by it, like he's gonna get replaced someday or something. <laughs> That's ageism, Kara. Don't be ageist. I'm I'm sorry. Huge <laughs> variations in age in a romantic couple is always gonna be weird and gross to me. I don't care oh. what the gender are. So so like Sarek when he's like 200 and Amanda who's like 40, uh, yeah. 90, oh yeah, uh, or like Neelix and Kess. Or Neelix and Kess. I was immediately gonna uh, say that. Yeah, still that. No, she's yeah. two. Yeah, she's two. <laughs> she's two. Pretty much. Uh, also, um, can we talk yeah. about Quint and how fucking bizarre it is when he barges in there and like starts ranting and raving when he absolutely could have had this like a normal conversation and told her what was actually going on and she would have listened to him. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah. he like barges through her door and just starts screaming that there's a ghost in the house. Mm-hmm. Don't oh, like yeah, because you think he'd be like, hey, look, there's this candle. And he tries to like steal the candle. It's like just have a rational conversation, and she's a, she would probably hear you. But maybe you know. he's under the spell too, and he wants the candle for himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because well, she explains it later. How what their family had some weird genetic thing that that's why the this this alien liked them. Yeah, it has to be in her family. Compatible. Uh, I think I'd stop listening at that point. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Well. The real loser here is uh, Wesley Crusher because he he never gets the joy of getting it passed on to him. <laughs> so, like, what if they had boys? Like, is it is yeah? Because they had girls. Have a daughter, so like yeah. it would work. That's always what I wonder when they're like, it's a it's a family heirloom passed down. I'm like, what if you don't have one? Like, the family has to have a girl or a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was, I mean, I'm guessing that the actor who played him or the, who's the guy who barged in 
the poor sap. No, Ned. Uh, no. Ned, yeah. Ned. I'm guessing Ned, he please. is probably a Scottish actor, but he was like the most like Scrooge McDuck. Like, <laughs> I, he sounded like he sounded like, like the Scotty, candle. And I know that Scotty is like the worst Scottish accent ever. Yeah. To talk to anybody from Scotland. Craig Ferguson literally did it in his stand up special talking about that was the only Scottish person you see on TV in Scotland. And he's like, it's terrible. It's the worst one you've ever heard. <laughs> But I think the actor actually was either Scottish or Irish or something. Well, like yeah, was... his name is Shay Duffin. So, OK, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's just it's so weird, too, how they're like, well, it's kind of like with Co- Code of Honor or when they went to that Irish planet. They're like, oh, yeah, it's an exact recreation in every stereotype ever. Mm-hmm. Yep, because who doesn't want to keep those stereotypes when you're <laughs> recreating Eight, 800 years in the future? Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Well, yeah. I look at like the Voyager episode Fairhaven. Yeah. They like recreate. Gonna... Yeah. Uh, I can't. I've not seen Island. Voyager, Phil. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's smart. Well, okay. So, David, in Voyager, they create a hollow program that is a recreation of a small town in Ireland. That's what we're talking about. To totally stereotype everything. Yeah. But not Irish. this place. It's a whole other one. Different place. <laughs> it's a whole different place. It's, just, it's a hollow Ireland, program. Ireland, not it's Scotland. Island. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. different lands. Irish ones Island. of Ire, ones of Scots. Gotcha. There you go. Period. <laughs> Two different countries. Sorry. Two different countries. Yeah, it's funny that they do that. Like, why does no one be like, hey, let's recreate like in, um, you know, 1700s Africa or Australia or China? It's like the quaint little Ireland town. <laughs> recreate Australia. Yeah, it's a penal colony. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, there are a couple deaths. That's a in- There's a, There are a couple deaths in this one. I'm going to count Nana because her death uh, yep. Is the entire MacGuffin f- for the plot? So her and she comes back and then, then dies and, again. And she sort of. rose and then she died again. <laughs> like, yeah. So she counts as one. Um, what's the, the guy's Quint. Quint dies, so he dies. That's two. Um, I'm guessing the alien does, dies, he, so that's three. Ned? Yeah. yeah, Ned dies okay. from the plasma Ned, burn. Ned yeah. is Quint. Ned His Quint. name is Ned Quint. Oh, Ned Quint. Yeah. Ned Quint. So we have three deaths. <laughs> I'm counting all three. Well, oh, what right? about the death and, of and the Ronan? franchise? <laughs> <laughs> the death of my soul in this one. <laughs> well, the, well the, uh, the real star of this episode is uh, the candle and the candle dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that has our standard 1650 from TOS plus 5,012 Borg that have gone offline. Uh, plus 18,095 TNG deaths for a total of 24,757. I think I'm going to have to call it. I don't think we're going to hit 25K until the movie's. Mm, there are I, a few more deaths. I know nothing I think about the much. upcoming episodes, but I'm just going to call it because it's been ticking up so slow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's enough. Explosions or anything lately. I don't mm, have to think. Well, uh, I guess it kind of depends on that very last episode. What are you counting as death? What are mm, your rules? Well, let's well see. That let's... episode will get another one. That episode will get a couple more. Because the last episode is. Yeah, but those don't count. Okay. We'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get there. All right. We'll get there. Um, God, what else? We get a couple more there. (laughs) You get so excited. Um, (laughs) So the other thing that was weird. So this this creature lives in the plasma conduits. Is that why it was messing up like the the uh, weather stations? Because the weather was all weird. Yeah, it seems like it was drawing on the plasma or something in the EPS conduits at the weather station. 
and, and that's why it was too, that's right? why the weather was getting all messed up it was, yeah. it was kind of the thing i took from it yeah was that because he the candle hadn't been lit yet yeah or it had been and out it, for, a... it had been out for so long or something yeah mm. yeah so that's how he was kind of sustaining i guess oh okay so the candle gives him power, but he has to take from like an entire weather system control. Well, yeah, every cannon, every yeah. time every time he gets it on with whoever, he's taking some of their energy as well to sustain himself. But he and the, but the candle he, is like, like the genie's lamp kind of thing. Yeah, because it's a plasma flame. Yeah. For some reason. That's been around <laughs> for eight hundred years and has never burned yeah. out. Yeah. Yep. Um, Everybody thought source, that was yeah. weird, apparently. So. <laughs> So after after I realized I needed to speak about this episode and not just skip it like I always do, um, I, so I, I haven't seen it in a long time and I was watching it and I was like, who the fuck wrote this, right? So I went and I looked at who wrote it and who, what other episodes they wrote. The mm-hmm. the guy who wrote this one also wrote that that shit one with the um, the Jean Grey from X Men. Oh, Femke Jansen, where she falls per- in love with the, the Picard. The perfect woman who has no thoughts of her own. Uh, that kind of lines up. And this yeah, was directed by Frakes, sense. too. Yeah, Frakes yeah, directed makes, this. Makes total sense. He wrote some good ones, though, too. I was looking at the list. He wrote the LOL episode. Mm. But it's not redeemable. Yeah. Into the pit. Into the pit. Well, Into the pit it goes. Yeah. I'm sure other people probably had some influence on what was happening with this, too. And they're like, it's the last season. We're just... I just hate how Crusher gets a... She finally gets an episode, and it's like this. Right. Well, and everybody was very like, oh, this was a great job acting by Gates and and Frakes loved this episode and whatever, whatever. I'm like, how? I don't even. I mean, I can see that from a production standpoint and like, yeah, Gates does get to do a lot and it's a lot of also her reacting to things. But it's just a weird story. Really weird. She has so many better episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like, does. She's she's one of my favorite characters. That's why this episode hurts so much because it's so bad. She's just reduced yeah. down to like yeah, like she's being like used she for sex. Like she wouldn't tell anybody what was going on. Like uh, she's having a whole conversation with Deanna, and she doesn't mention the fact that like some dude broke into her house and started screaming about ghosts, and now all this weird shit's happening. Like she yeah. would. She would actively tell her crew that's there to help her. Like, it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like in a horror movie when stuff happens and no one says anything. I always hate that. I'm like, dude, I would mm-hmm. be fucking telling everybody everything all right. the time. Right. Yeah. But, but is that part of because she's becoming kind of addicted to this ghost, to, to this sensation? Then so that's why she's not sharing it. The hooks are already in her. <laughs> Maybe. She got her free yeah. sample. I don't know. And then, yeah. so no one saw him because no one knows about him, but then he was at the funeral. No one saw him at the funeral. And when he can take like a solid form, but then sometimes he can't. I'm, I was confused. Yeah, somehow she was the only one who could see him. Yeah, and only occasionally. Until, he, until he'd appeared to Picard. Yeah. That was a fun moment, though, when Picard like just starts asking him like a thousand questions and he knows he can't <laughs> answer any of them. I love that part. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like what ship did you come in on? I'd like to see the list of passengers on that ship. Where did you know? He's like, just keeps badgering him. I like that part. <laughs> um, so David, now that you have finally watched this, and uh, what are your thoughts on it after all the jokes? 
Yeah, you guys way oversold this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say that hasn't already been said. It just, it just is. I see why like the ghost fucker jokes now come through all the time. (laughs) I see them in the memes. I see all of that stuff because that's a that's that's like exactly what happens. That's exact. That's Mm. all it is. That's that's the whole plot description. That's the whole episode description. Is basically. Beverly is forced to fuck a ghost. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There's not much else you can say. That's kind of it. It's just this is like the most not Star Trekky episode of Star Trek. It's weird. How's yeah, that? just the way everything is handled. Yeah, just because it's it doesn't mean like she's Crusher is an intelligent, independent, strong woman, and she says nothing. But like he's maybe is part of this like addiction she gets pulled into or like coercion. Um, and then it's just, it doesn't make sense. They're like, oh, it's a, it's just weird. Yeah. Like, cause they can do scary episodes. They've done scary episodes like where they're not sleeping and they're all a little kind of, you know, out of it. Like, so they can do it. Or even like Genesis, the one where they de-evolve. That's a scary episode. Mm -hmm. Um, this is just weird and like abusive. Yeah. And gross. And yeah, exactly. It's yucky. It's yucky. <laughs> it's very yucky. So, David, what's your rating on this one? I think the last one you gave was a, f- a four. A four. Yeah, I think this one's okay. coming right in line with it at a four. Maybe even a three. I think I might go down to three. Okay. This I'm might be the lowest of the three. season, I think, for you, for this one. Of the season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not, a, not, not of the show. Definitely so this is not a binar episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has some similar problems to the binars, but I guess since... Since I work at IT, I hate the binar one so much. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fine. I was just about to ask what is it about the binars, but that makes sense. The four-digit code, the fact that binary doesn't work that way, everything possible about it, computer-based is off. I'm like, nope, (laughs) nope. It's even worse than the Spaceballs thing with the one, two, three, four, five (laughs) being his code. Like... That's so yeah. weird because that's that's the code for my luggage. That's the, somebody change the code on my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Phil, I, what are your many other parting thoughts on this? There's not no. much else to say. No, it's a steaming pile. It's it, it's like every time I watch it, it gets worse and worse, which is yeah. something. So is this a skip for you? Like if someone's cruising through season seven, you're like skip it. Yeah, pretty much, unless. Unless I'm severely occupied with something else and it's on and I don't realize until halfway through and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And I'll hit skip. Um, but yeah, it, it's it just gets worse and worse as time goes on. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was weird. No one's like, hey, why is that giant storm green? That's weird. Green hurricane. Huh? Mm. No one said anything. It happens. It's like the northern lights. Yeah. Kara, since uh, I'm going to let you have the final word on this. If you have any. Uh, if you're listening to this and you have ever, ever, ever mentioned it, this episode, to a Beverly cosplayer, stop it. Stop it. Would you ever take a picture with someone cosplaying as a character from this episode? Like if they cosplayed as the uh, the ghost guy? No. Ronan? No. no. I don't think I've ever seen someone cosplay as Ronan. No. Somebody duetted me yeah. lighting a candle. And I immediately messaged them and demanded that they remove it. Nice. Good. Because, no, I mm, <laughs> I will not participate. Okay. 
No, good. I'm glad that you do that. Hit it. All right. That is it for Mm -hmm. us, David. Um, Actually, okay. Hey, you guys are working on a podcast, right? Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know. I'll let you handle it, David. Oh right, that uh, that Green Lantern podcast I'm doing, right? That's it. Right, that's that's the per- the other thing that I love that I'm doing it about. <laughs> Perfect segue. Uh, no, yes, we are uh, currently working on a sister podcast called uh, Aiming to Misbehave, which is all about Firefly. And those of you who have seen Firefly will get the joke, and those of you who don't will be as clueless as Jeff and Phil were in our first couple episodes. So uh, <laughs> you should go listen to it and hear all about that. And that is being co-piloted by Kara. We are doing that one together, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, and part of the reason we had her on tonight, because uh, we've been talking with her a lot, doing another podcast. So hopefully yeah. we want to have that out in the next month or two. And we look forward to dropping it. Drop it like it's hot. Dropping it like it's hot. What, what? <laughs> All right. Kara, where can people find your amazing cosplays at? Uh, so I'm at Caprica underscore 1701 on tiktok and i'm trying i'm really trying to do instagram although i forget that it exists for months at a time so uh i am the same name there as well cool sweet awesome that's it for us uh i've said that already (laughs) shit okay david why don't you do our thing and then i'll say it again (laughs) <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com or now at thenerdtrek.com as well. You can see our smiling faces staring into your soul in the Meet the Nerd section. You can buy some of our shit at Bonfire or at our old site, Cafe Press, if you feel like it. Uh, whenever you are done having sex with your grandma's old lover, you can give us a five-star rating and review, and we will Ugh. read that out over the year. <laughs> Poor Nana. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, uh, everybody. Uh, <laughs> it, it gets better from here. I swear. I swear it does. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you much. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) We will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya. Thank you.